miles by game. And Rennie Stennis at 295, seven homers, 56 runs batted in the outfield, swung to the right. Bob Apodaca, five and six on the year. As Nelly told you, four and one as a starter. Has an ERA at 3.09, a strike is called. Doug Harvey behind the plate. Mark Williams, Jerry Dale, and uh, Harry Wendelstaff. Apodaca, the right-hander, the 0-1. Kicks come down, he's outside to Dyer and to the batter, Stennis. Skinner coaching third. Jose Tegon over to first. The wind today can be a, an atrocious factor. It's swirling. Swing that time. Trent couldn't save it. Up above us, uh, looking over the stanchions off the right field line, the wind is blowing an absolute gale from right field to left. But the center field flag is blowing from left field to right. So it shows you the swirling uh, conditions. The one-two pitch. It's smacked hard towards second baseman Mion. He's up. He throws one out. The first baseman is Theodore. Third baseman Richie Hebner at 297. 18 homers, 67 runs batted here. One out and none on. Like that with a name like that. Apodaca. 
strike pitch to Oliver. Fouled away. He kept it in the zone. Al had to stay with it. Oliver with 192 hits and 94 runs scored. 85 runs driven in, batting a solid 320. You gotta say enough about Al Oliver, but you can't say enough about Rennie Stennett either. Here's the 0-2 inside, made him get out of there fast. One two. nothing in the Cleveland fourth inning. Cleveland just walked in a couple of runs an inning or so ago. Oliver hits one off the plate up off his back foul. One ball, two strikes. Greg Nettles uh, hit another home run. So that's one of those runs. Seven and nothing lead. He is at uh, 21. A ball and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Oliver hits it on a jamming shot back to Apodaca. Goes for one on the first double play. Apodaca backhanded that ball. Threw it on up to Martinez. who got it over to Theodore. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And we go to the bottom of the first. There is no score. Hi, this is your old superstar, me and Mary Jean. And I'd like you to give a listen to some news from your Chrysler Plymouth dealer. It can mean money in your pocket. Thank you, Mary Jean. You're right. Because money is what this message is all about. Right now, it's year-end clearance time at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. That means he's tagging every 74 car in stock with a year-end price. Year-end prices on his eight great small car buys, including Valiant, Dusters, and Scamp, America's best-selling line of compact cars. Year-end prices on his mid-size satellites and full-size Furies and Chryslers. Prices to move them and move them out fast. Because your Chrysler Plymouth dealer knows it costs him more to keep them than to sell them. So if you have to get the most out of every dollar you spend, and who doesn't nowadays, the place to buy that new car is at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. You can really clean up on a great year-end deal at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer.
they've got to win every game. One ball and no strikes. There's one through from Kenny Brett, one and one. Don't forget now, we know a lot of you are working your way down to Three River Stadium and listening to this ball game. Before you go on into the wicket, stop right there at Gate A at Three Rivers and get your tickets for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. High pop foul. It looks like it'll push out of play. Coming next, uh, it is out of play. Dan Galbraith down there, or Mrs. Galbraith. In the fired box down below. a little bit, but at least that is clearing the fog out of here. Not raining hard. Don Hahn at 244. Ken Brett, a ball and two strikes to him. Kenny kicks, sends a curve, pops him up, and Hefner has a play. Drifts over on the foul side of third. Right by the coach's box, one up. Second baseman Felix Mian, 268, one homer, 32 runs batted in. Nelly, this game important to us naturally in the standings for the Cardinals, but I think also important to watch the performance of Kenny Brett. It's a big one for him today. No doubt about it. We need uh, all the arms you can get in good pitching arms for the playoffs. You get into those, and this game is very important from the standpoint you go back home with a one-game lead and maybe two, depending on what happens in Chicago. Back by Felix Mion, batting at 268, one homer, 32 runs batting in. John Osborne was of the opinion, I said, I hope Kenny Brett will give us a good game. He said, I think he will. He uh, he spent some time talking to Kenny after that last ball game in St. Louis. He was a bit perturbed, but Osborne likes that in the pitching. The 0-1, and it's hit foul out of play. The pivotal game in this one, as I see it, was the great 2-1 victory by Royce over the Mets in the middle game. That was a very pivotal ball game. You beat a guy like John Matlock, you have to get a well-pitched ball game, and Royce really did come up with it. You look back on the big plays that we were talking that room yesterday. That play Sanguin made uh, throwing Brock out at third base is a good tag by Hebner in that first ball game yep. out there. Was a big Very big. The 0-2 is hit smart right inside third extra base. And Stadio going over to get to it. And Leon has a double right inside third. Speaking of Brock, he held a press conference today. Chicago at 12 o'clock Chicago time, and he read to the assembled members of the media the letter threatening his life, in which a gentleman wrote, or somebody wrote him and said, I have a brain tumor, I have wagered $50,000 on the Pirates to win the National League, and if you upset the apple cart, I'll kill you, no matter where you live or where you go, and he released that to the, the media today, so poor Lou Brock playing under tremendous pressure out in Chicago. But they have high security around him. Staub takes a strike. Rusty at 261. 19 homers, 77 run batted in. Obviously, that would be the letter of a man that is not on his mental wavelength of being sane, and it is still a very frightening thing. Swing by Staub, strike two. No balls and two strikes. Stop to pull the ball 
Out at second base, Felix Mayon. No score, first inning. Staub watches it just a little high. Ball and two strikes from Kemmer. Brent against the New York Mets is 2-0 on the year. One ball, two strikes to Staub. Mayon with a double off second. No score, first inning. Here comes the pitch. Low and away. Ball two, 2-2. Two, two.
for one selling small car at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer. In the Cardinals Chicago ball game, the Cardinals take a lead of one to nothing in the first inning. That is Curtis for the Cardinals, Stone for the Cubs. Lou Rod Wolfen with a double, but he was tagged out in a rundown when Sizemore hit a ground ball, apparently off the third base side. Rock trying to go to third was tagged down, and Sizemore, of course, moved into second on the rundown. And then Simmons knocked him in with a base hit to make it one nothing. Cardinals Cubs now go to bat. All right. For the Pirates, Willie Stargell at 3.07, 25 homers, 95 runs batted in. Bob Apodeca delivers a curve. He's outside and high ball on. The Mets do not total the infield shift on Stargell. Leon and Theodore are pulled well over. Martinez is still on the third base side of second. Stargell takes it outside for Mapadeca. Ball two and no strike. Right fielder Staub extremely deep. Here's a two and oh for Mapadeca. Stargell a swing and a miss. Two and one. Looks like he threw him a straight change that time. Ball two and strike one.
about 60 feet of the left field line. Center fielder Don Hahn in a little shallow in right center. Apodaca's curve is on there for a strike. Ed Kirkpatrick on deck.
Let's see. He will play the infield back to Dyer, batting at 209. No homers and eight runs batted in. Ball is hit over the head assist. And then our relay was a bad one. Wasn't good enough. There's a base hit to left. That's the one nothing on a single by Dyer. Let's see that.
stopped by Sangay, and that saved a run. And if he doesn't stop it, they not only get a run, the other guy comes to third. Sangay made a fine play on that ball into the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Thank you. 
stops and one or two batters. Recent times he's worked. He comes out here with the lead now for some very good long relief pitching because the Mets lead by the score of three to nothing.
George Theodore standing in. Well, they're ahead for nothing, but that's not insurmountable, my friends. Stop them here, Larry. And we'll go get some points for you. We're only in the second inning. If you're going to have anything scored against you, it's best to have it done early and gives you plenty of chances to come popping. We'll get a couple on, somebody will go downtown. We'll show you how to get three or four back in a hurry here. Jim Marshall has been tied up 
Dyer ball popped up in the end field. Easy play. The son of the plate, Duffy Dyer, has got it. Got to retire Kurt Bessie. That's lead here. Four to nothing. Chasing Kenny Britt in the second inning. With uh, four hits. A walk to the pitcher and a sacrifice play. Tavares will be the batter. John Morland has stopped doing. So Larry Demery apparently is going to stay in the ball game. Frank getting a 248, no home runs. He's driven in 26. Myers have had great pitching in this series up until this week. Pitch away. One ball and no Martinez, foul back out of play. 
San Francisco leads Cincinnati one to nothing in the top of the third inning. Houston has a one nothing lead over Atlanta. But that game out in Cincinnati, the Reds have to win that thing, or they are eliminated from the 1974 Western Division race. Their magic number one. Sliders away and a full count of three and two. have had a tough season pitching-wise. The loss of Bob Moose, Doc Ellis, Kenny Britt, Healing. But this ball club hasn't given up. And it's come right back. And they lead the National League East despite all those misfortunes. Foul. Back out of play. Dave Jaspi also started poorly and we missed him for a week. And that's when the Cardinals got out and unfortunately the fire twin cold. But this club uh, somehow keeps bouncing back some way. 3-2 pitch. Line shot. Right side. Spinner bobbles. Picks up. Oh, he got him. Hey, Rennie Spinner has such great body reaction. He can throw a ball. Fall in every which way you want to. And still get something on it. And he did that time. The ball was hit sharply to him. He crammed off his glove to his right a bit. Picked up. And threw off balance for the yard on Teddy Martinez. One down. Duffy Dyer, the batter. Dyer wide to single, the left field to drive in the first match run. He's only hitting 209, that was only his ninth RBI. And it gave you a pretty good indication that Martinez hitting the ball so well to the opposite field, and Dyer hitting the left that well, that Kenny Brett just didn't have his usual good stuff. That's why he 4 nothing, one down, nobody on third inning, and the curveball by Demery is away, ball one. First Eastern Division title was clinched in Pittsburgh. That's the only one. The one pitch. Right on the corner, taken by Dyer. One ball, one straight. In 1871, we clinched the pennant out in St. Louis. In 1872, right in this ballpark. But in 70, we beat the Mets in three rivers. The one one pitch. Ground ball. Up the middle, picked off by Tavares. Comes up near the bag. He's got him at first base. Good play by Frankie. Going to his left to get the out. Two up, two down. That'll bring up Wayne Garrett. He's been killing us in this uh, series and also in Pittsburgh. He doubled and scored in the second inning. The Mets scoring four times to chase Brett. He's tagged with all four runs and only one inning of pitching. He didn't retire anybody in the second inning. Garrett with 116 hits, 86 walks. Been on base 202 times despite a 226 average. The pitch by Demery to Garrett, left handed batter, outside, ball one. The 1 0 pitch by Larry, curveball, bench down low, and the count of 2 0. From Titusville, Keith Hirsch from Tyanesi, a couple of students at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. We're rooting for the Bucks today. Two out pitch. Down low, ball three. Now Garrett, who draws more walks than anybody, one pitch away from picking up number 87 on the season. Now Padaka, the pitcher, the on deck batter. Demery threw open. She missed inside or right on the corner. Taken strike one. Garrett backing off and giving way to the pitch. and backed up and cut the inside corner. Oh, yeah, 
beautiful day at the start of this game, but a beautiful fall afternoon now. The sun up. Brilliant lead fastball up high, and Demery issues his first walk in the fourth in the ballgame. Brad issuing two unintentional, one intentional walk. I stand corrected on that. Demery issued the intentional walk. Brad issued two unintentional. Apodaca walked in the second inning. Bat loaded up the bases, and Don Hahn came through the base hit that drove into right-handed batter. Garrett leads from first, Kirkpatrick playing off the back, chopping ball to shortstop, retreating at Tavares, gets the out at first, he hurries, he just got him. Wow. Hey, Tavares kind of laid back on that ball, thought he was going to get a force play at second base, but he had no chance at all after he gave way to the ball and threw just in time to get out the dock at first base. And it goes short to first, and that's no runs, no hits, no errors, one left. We've completed three, and New York leads four to nothing.
of the batter. Walked his first time up. Takes a changeup away. Ball one. Samantha Dacca throws a fork ball, or what he does, but an off-speed pitch appears to move away from Kepnick. A 1-0 pitch. It's away again. Turns over the fastball. Two balls and no strike. Such a great game back in the 40s. Floyd Goodell, the only game I think he ever won. Find some funny pitchers doing things late in the season. 2-0 pitch. Outside of the fastball. And hit there. Eyeball that one. Ball three. Three balls and no straight. Well, that's out in front. 4 nothing. Pirates for the The pitch to Richie. And he's on the corner. Taking strike one. First time the Pirates have had a chance to look at the pitching of Abadakin. And it takes a while to get accustomed to what he's doing in style. Fastball bounced to the right side. Theodore takes it on his system. And it'll retire heaven. They're the Pirates who have hit Jerry Kuzman, John Matlack, and Chuck McCall. Not as hard as you could. Matlack not that hard, but the other two certainly are having their problems here with a kind of an unknown Bob Abadakin. Five and lost six. We haven't had a hit off so far. Oliver, the batter, bounced into a double play in the first inning. Ground ball, the third, Wayne Garrett. Easy play, and the Pirates get down in order. Half a jacket. No hitters through the first four innings. Then we'll go to the bottom of the fourth, and the Mets lead four to nothing. But Demery uh, closed the door in the second and third. He goes in the top of the fourth against Mion, or Han Mion in style. And while we've got the chance, let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. Now more than ever, the Liberty Keys are a mess. So now is the time to call on the commuter computer. If you're still trying to figure a way to and from Pittsburgh, have your employer contact the computer computer to get you moving. <laughs> Singled against Brett in the second to drive in two runs. He's one for two. Leads off the fourth inning. Demery set to work. Gets aside from Manny Sankey in the windup by Larry and the pitch underway. High pop up behind home plate, but drifting out of play. Cubs are out in the third inning, and the Cardinals lead two to one. Underway to Hahn, a changeup popped into right field, rather deep, just drifting back near the warning track. He's got room, he's got it, one deck. Teddy Nelson in the background, and this will be the largest crowd for the Mets in 1974. Their previous biggest crowd was 48,736 back in May. You can believe the way the weather looked here today at the start of this ball game. You wouldn't figure anybody was going to play baseball. Threat of rain. Very foggy, a bit of a drizzle, but it's cleared up, and it's been a beautiful afternoon. Aside from the score, with the Mets leading four to nothing. Neon, the batter, one for one. He doubled and sacrificed in his two plate appearances. He was the first batter, Demery Fates. Fastball taken, stack one. 
continue to lead Philadelphia for the nothing. The Phillies bat in the top of the foot. Emery's curveball bounces in front of the plate. One ball, one strike. New York leading Cleveland 10 to 2. They're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Baltimore and Milwaukee no score in the top of the fifth at Baltimore. Does anybody ever score on Baltimore pitching? Boston leads Detroit 4 to 3. They're in the top of the sixth. Emery's 1 1 pitch underway to the on foul back out of play. And the count of a ball in two strikes. Emery picked up the slack. With a loss with Kenny Brett, he came in to do some pretty good pitching. Won six games in a row, and he and Doc Ellis got out about the same time. But one-two pitch to me on, just away, and the count is two balls, two strikes. Jim Brooker is tearing up. Telling Bob and me yesterday that he took a look at the scoreboard there when the Cubs took the lead and he looked in the fire dugout. He thought he was looking at a dental society meeting. A lot of shiny, curly white teeth. Everybody smiled on it. Not too many smiles so far this afternoon. The fire trail for the nothing. And the next, uh, the Cardinals lead is 2 to 1. Neon flips the foul. Out of way down the right field line. The count of 2 and 2. season that has so many emotional ups and downs as this one. The 2-2 pitch to Felix Mion hit off the right side. Stennett's got it. A good running grab by running going to his right. And it was left grab. to haul it in. Two up, two down. In the Mets fourth inning, Scott walked in the first inning unintentionally. And Demery put him on in the second inning. It was an intentional walk. Mets have four runs on five hits. The Pirates, no runs on no hits. Two down in the Mets' fourth inning. Memory's pitch underway. The stop. It's a fastball. Down low. Ball one. Stop gave Bully Stargell a restaurant. Told him it'd be a good place to eat last night. But Stargell felt so badly last night. His leg bothering so much, he stayed in the hotel. Eight there. One open. Fastball right there at overpowered Stubb. The count of one ball and one straight. a 10-2 score on the board, but it's still 10 to nothing. New York leading Cleveland. They have taken down the two. Like to take down four here. Pitch away. Ball two. Two balls and a straight. This is the final road game of 1974 for the Pirates. We have uh, 136, lost 44 on the road. Done very well. The Tartan surface at Three Rivers, 49-29. Two one pitch, hard shot. The first baseman, Kirkpatrick, right into the glove. Kneeling down, he gets him for the final up. A couple of well-hit balls, but right at people here to end the fourth inning. Mets get down in order for the first time in a ball game. And we've completed four, and New York leads four and How many of you Pirates fans can remember seeing the great Honus Wagner? Well, if you're in your 40s or 50s, your only memory of him is probably as a batting coach. White hair, bow-legged, leaning on a fungo bat beside the cage of Forbes Field. And if you're in your 60s or 70s, you may have a cherished memory of actually seeing the Dutchman as a player. Looping a single left center and 
flying down to first, turning the corner at full speed and sailing headlong to second for a double. Horace Wagner is remembered for his competitive, no-nonsense attitude about baseball. And at Union National Bank, they pride themselves on their competitive, no-nonsense attitude about banking. They're not interested in thrills or gimmicks. And yet, if you come to see Union National, you'll find a full range of banking services. You'll find courteous and professional people. And most of all, you'll find that after 117 years, Union National is still a bank. Member FDIC.
drops out in left center. Stoggle at first, a loose hold on him by Theodore. Abedakis delivery, and this loop foul down the right line out of play. Getting ready to walk it around at the stadium for the Steeler Open game. Don't forget, at Gate A, you can get your tickets for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's Cup in Royal. All three games at 7.35, plus the championship series games, Saturday, Sunday next. Oh, a big swing by Sangy on a pitch way away from him. Strike two. No balls, two strikes. One out. One on, Stoggle, fifth inning, 4 nothing, New York. They knock Brett out of the box in the second inning. Sangi twists away from one in off the elbow. Ball one, strike two. Ray Sadecki was to pitch today, but he's got a bad back. So they brought on Apodaca. And he is popping it to us for the moment. A one-two pitch. Inside, ball two, two and two.
box got a vendetta to go there. Kimball had knocked him out of the box the other day. Here's Benny Aiello, 0 for 1. Popped to second, drove in a run with a sacrifice fly to right. Martinez up. 
the time to back the bus. Show them we're with them all the way. Eddie Kay thinks Pirate Baseball is a serious business. Paul Papovich is going to bat for Frank Tavares. Gene Fines is on deck. He'll bat for Demery. This probably will be our last day on our stations in the south or WTRL, the voice of the Pirates in Bradenton. Uh, unless, of course, they decide to take the championship series starting next Saturday. we got to get in there first. Cubs are batting in the bottom of the pit where the Cardinals lead their 3-2. That's Curtis and Stone. Paul Popovich bats for... Tavares pops up the first pitch and third baseman Wayne Garrett. Now they'll bring up Klein. He'll bat for Demery. This guy gets shuts us out of the no-hitter. Well, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything rash. Worst can happen. We go home tied for first. That's just the worst. I got a funny feeling if we are to lose this game, the Cardinals aren't going to win theirs either. And then we play the Cubbies for three while they're up there seeing what Mock can do to Dazzle. As he smells third place money, he's whipping Philadelphia 4 nothing. You know, the Phillies have only scored one run in 18 and 22 innings against Montreal. Clines takes it on the corner. Torres and Renko are waiting for the Redbirds. All one strike one. Line slams to right and has a base hit. We broke the no hitter. And they boo. They don't like that. He made a career here in 1970 hitting against this ball club in this ballpark. I think he went five for five. Hitting against the Mets in 70. Now the batter, Rennie Stanton, down to the second, he struck out. We got to get a couple of guys on, and somebody's got to go ding a wing. That's what we got to do. Pick them up in bunches. Couple mid airs that help. Keep it going. The Reds lead the Giants 3 2. Giants bat in the fifth. The Reds don't win this one, it's all over. Ball 
Milwaukee. Millet Oliver rang one. We got to get some points up there in a hurry, Nell. You're getting late in the afternoon, Rob. Yep. Ball two and no strikes. Apodaca. Five and six on the air. Kepner pops left center. Coming up, Ayala. And that dog. Oh,
10 to 6. It's 7-1 New York. Hey, if your car's been acting like a 3,000-pound weakling lately, maybe it's time that you brought it into a Delco dealer for a tune-up. If it needs one, your Delco serviceman can do the job. He'll let you know what it'll cost to have your engine running fine again. He'll check compression, adjust ignition timing and carburation. Another thing, if new parts are needed, you'll get the best from a Delco man. Delco Remy Ignition and Electrical Components, Delco Carburetor Parts, and Delco Wires and Cables. So if you're planning a vacation, plan on letting a Delco serviceman check your car, let him check it over before you go. The more you know, the more you'll want Delco. For all your Delco tune-up parts, contact Penn Hills Auto Parts at 119 Penn Oak Drive in Penn Hills. Valley Auto Parts Company, 329 Airbrake Avenue in Wilmerding, and Cozell Auto Parts, 2774 South Park Road in Bethel Park. Well, the Bucks are way behind here, 7-1, and the Cardinals leading 7-2 in Chicago. It means that we've got three more innings to do to do some catching up here against Bob Apodaca. Who's allowed only one hit, one earned run over the sixth inning. Tells you the kind of pitching he's done. As I mentioned earlier, the month of September, you find some pitchers who haven't done anything at all suddenly coming along and pitching a ball game that is uncommon for them. It's certainly uncommon for Apodaca. Be Jerry Kuzman, John Matlack, and Chuck McGraw. You figure, man, you got through those three. A guy named Apodaca. Well, that's what makes baseball a rather interesting ballgame. Stargell swings and misses to open up the seventh inning. Strike one. He has walked twice in the second and fifth inning. Getting cloudy again. And the lights have come back on. Willie fouls into the third base side over the fire dugout. And the count of 0-2. And Milwaukee got a run in the sixth inning, and they tied Baltimore 3-3. Money had given them a 2-0 lead, but the Orioles came right back with three to take the lead. It's now tied 3-3. Pitch up high on Willie, and the count of ball in two straight. Fisk on deck to be followed by Sankian. But the inability of Ken Brett for the third consecutive start to have a good outing as the Bucks in a hot water curveball taken by Willie Factor. Tough strikeout by Apodaca. That'll bring up Smith, who is over two. Smith was called out on strikes in the second, fly to center in the fifth. You can't recall the year, Robert, when been such an emotional up and down. One game to the next during the course of the season. This fouls out of play for a strike. Yeah, one time you think you got it locked, you turn around, and next thing you know, you're way down in the bottom of the valley. But we can go home tonight knowing we're no worse than dead even with the Cardinals. If it stays the way it is, Billy. Down to a three-game season again. Leo Unfitch in there at the knees, taken by here this afternoon. He only hit a pinch hit by Gene Klein in the sixth inning. This wraps to short. And Martinez plays it into an air. He never did get his hand on that ball. That's 
Castaner charged the shortstop, Teddy Martinez. That's first to second air of the ball game. Scoring in this ball game, Staub hit a ball. It's uh, Paul Popovich. Paul Popovich, I'm sure, would tell you that he had to make a play on, but he didn't. He gave Staub a base hit and an RBI on a ball. He actually uh, had a hard time getting past the grass at shortstop. Sankian, the batter, hits the second base. In the on, will turn it into two over to Martinez. Double play. Apodaca having himself an easy afternoon here. We have standard only two over the front set. Now the Pirates go into the bottom of the seventh inning. New York leads 7-1. New York leads 7-1. You know, the old gunner here has been doing the Pirates play-by-play for Iron City now for 18 years. Great years. Just filled with exciting moments. Great players and a lot of fine, fine fans. You know, something I've learned over the years is that baseball fans know their beer, and they like it. That's why they've helped make Iron City beer the number one beer around here year after year. Of course, it's tough to put your finger on any one reason, but maybe it's because Iron City is made with more ingredients, and all those ingredients are the very best a good beer ought to have. So when you start into a tall, frosty glass of Iron City beer, you know it's an Iron City, because you can't miss that rich, full flavor, that lively tang, that beautiful, creamy head, that real, honest-to-goodness beer taste. You take it from the gunner. If you want to sink your thirst into the best beer around here, you've got to get the number one beer, Iron City. Yes, my friends, pour on the iron. Wayne Garrett and Bob Apodaca will bat in the seventh inning against Jim Minshaw, who came on to get out of the sixth inning after Moreland was touched up for four consecutive hits before leaving. He didn't retire anybody. The pitcher of record, however, Kenny Britt, who only won one inning here this afternoon, he was knocked out in the second. Kenny just uh, physically not the same pitcher. That's a tough thing. Mr. Brett is healthy. He's a good pitcher to have going for you. Physically, Kenny evidently still feeling the miseries of that bad illness. The Cardinals lead the Chicago Cubs 7-2. Montreal leads Philadelphia 5-3. That's in the bottom of the sixth inning, both ball games. Cincinnati, whose magic number is down to one, leading San Francisco 3-2 into the bottom of the sixth inning. American League scores, New York already has beaten Cleveland 10 to nothing. Rudy May on a four-hitter struck out, I think, 13 or 14. Milwaukee and Baltimore tied 3-3 there in the bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch to Dyer is a fourth ball away, ball one. New York win and a Baltimore loss will put New York in the first place by a half game. Dyer bounces foul off third. One ball, one strike. Mitchell's been banging around for a number of years and suddenly found some success uh, last season. Steve Blass was talking about him. Not how well he threw the ball down there. When Steve uh, came back up, 
late in August in our costume. He has now joined the ball club. Jim Mitchell. Ground ball. The short shot. Popovich has got it. And that'll retire Dyer. Mitchell hit him right on the fist with a good fastball. Mitchell played uh, high school basketball with Dave Callender with the Boston Celtics. Jim, a big fella, 6'5", 6'6", about 215 pounder from Kentucky. Wayne Garrett, we haven't had him out today in very few times in the series. The double and scored a run, walked in the third, walked in the fifth. See if Mitchell can find the secret. Foul, back out of play, strike one. Making a salary drive here or something. Yeah, struggling, I'll tell you, until last uh, weekend, is that right? Getting around 210, 215. The 0-1 delivery, change up way up high, a ballooning pitch. One ball and one straight. Mitchell with the mustache, not quite like Raleigh Fingers, but similar to it. A 1-1 pitch, up high, and a count of two balls in the straight. One lead for New York, seventh inning, and a fastball runs in on Garrett. The count goes to three balls in the straight. Cubs still bat in the sixth inning. The Cardinals lead, seven to two. The three-one pitch, high fly to left field, easy play for Willie Starkin. Had to retire Wayne Garrett. Next time we've got him out this afternoon. Mets are in with 11 hits off an assortment of four. Pirate pitchers, five off Brett in an inning, two off Emery and four, who pitched the best ball. Dan Moreland didn't retire anybody, gave up four hits. Mitchell now has retired five in a row. Now the back of the batter gets a good hand from the overflow crowd here at Shea Stadium. Easily leading pitcher, winning gear 7-1. Lines on the center field. Oliver playing it perfectly, taps the glove, he's got it. And the Mets get down in order in the seventh inning. Now we've completed seven. We go to the eighth inning at New York League, 7-1. Hey, how many times have you heard me talk about the new cowhide baseball and how strange it seems not to call it the horsehide? Well, my friends, it's still the old pillow, just a different package. Sort of like the new half a case of Iron City beer. Yes, Iron City beer now comes in a brand new package, half a case. But it's still the same rich, hearty Iron City beer that you've been enjoying all along. It's just that now you can buy 12 cans of ice-cold, thirst-beating Iron City beer in one convenient, easy-to-carry package. And you know what makes it even more convenient? Well, you can buy it right at your friendly neighborhood tavern. You can't beat that now, can you? So the next time you're enjoying a frosty draft or two of Iron City beer in your favorite tavern, remember to take some of that great beer pleasure home with you. Just ask the man for a half a case of iron. And when you're really ready to pour it on, my friend, well, you know what to do. Hey, you just pour on that iron.
Fitzpatrick as uh, he's over two. Pops to the catcher and ground to the first. Epidakis delivery. Turkey started to run up like he was going to punt. Ball and high.
Say, when do you enjoy a beer the most? After working in the yard? In the evening at your friendly neighborhood tavern? Or maybe just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying a ball game? Well, if you really like beer, you'd probably enjoy it all those times. And your beer is probably Iron City. Why? Well, it's simple. Because Iron City beer packs more of what a beer drinker wants most. Flavor. Rich, hearty, robust, real beer flavor. The kind of flavor that comes from using all natural ingredients and brewing them with the most care humanly possible. Yes, that's what Iron City beer is all about. It has flavor that's refreshing after a tough bout with the lawn. Flavor that's relaxing after a long day's work. And flavor that keeps coming on beer after frosty beer, even into extra innings. Yes, sir, for pure beer enjoyment, you can't beat Iron City. So stop by your favorite distributors and pick up a case of 12 or 16-ounce returnable bottles. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Jimenez inside corner for a strike. 
one. Milwaukee batting in the seventh. They're tied with Baltimore. Three three. The Yankees beat Cleveland ten nothing.
longest he's ever pitched in his career. Eight innings. Now the 1 0. And on the corner, 1 and 1. Yeah. 
7-3, bat in the eighth inning. Stays the way it is. We come home dead even. And we'll decide the National League East at home. While the Cardinals are in Montreal. Base it up the middle bat says. That's just our third base hit. That'll bring up San Gino for three. Hit it in two double plays today. Compact. 
For Bob Prince and for engineer Earl Gordon, Nellie King saying so long from Shea Stadium. The final score, the Mets beat the Pirates 7-2. This is the Pirates Baseball Network.